You're listening to ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We are the Out of Bounds Show, powered by sound and communications. And uh, they just put up an unbelievable video wall at the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. And this thing is gigantic. They sent me a picture of a person in front of it. The person looks like they're about one, you know, two feet tall. So, uh, very, very nice. Soundcomav.com. And they just uh, designed and installed a video wall at the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. Good morning. Welcome in. Our guests join us on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. We welcome in our friend, New Orleanian. It's Fat Tuesday. Perfect time to have Mike Dettelier on LSU Saints NFL Draft Insider, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. Mike D, uh, it look, so some of the latest mock drafts uh, have Matt Corral dropping. Even Kuyper has him dropping to 32. Uh, it's early. Things could change. But uh, are you reading anything into that? What's your take? No. Um, I don't put a lot of faith in anybody's mock draft early. Um, one, you have no idea what another team is going to pick in free agency. Uh, with so many teams looking for the quarterback position, um, you know, that that's going to be a spot there. And what somebody can't tell you is um, you might think in your own mind you know, but <laughs> these NFL teams, they're not telling you what they're doing. And so – uh, there's there's a lot that goes on before it actually comes up to pick. And so, listen, I, I don't believe anything uh, Kuiper or anybody else says uh, because uh, no one can tell you what an NFL team is thinking at this stage. He's He's telling you what he thinks, and he's trying to fit 32 players in a draft uh, class. So... However, he fits it, or anybody else fits it, and uh, I don't, that's why I don't do them. I don't do it mm. because it's a waste of time. It's it's great to get clicks and everything else, and uh, uh, and and I'll have my uh, top players come out sometime this week. But I don't do a mock draft. I just think it's it's a, a waste of time uh, to do because you have no idea how those areas get filled in free agency. And the fact, with so many teams looking to upgrade that quarterback position, um, I'll bet you Dallas the Donuts that that gets uh, turned over very quickly. I can't wait to see what happens there with NFL free agency and quarterbacks. Um, All right. So the Saints are at 18. If Mike D had to put 100 bucks on it today, is Matt Corral available at 18? Yeah, I think he is. Uh, I think I think it'll be in that range. I think it'll be in that range. And this is where I think it becomes condensed. Uh, on Once the free agency quarterbacks or trades, whatever, shakes out, what happens afterwards? And that's where the next – I think the quarterbacks will come off sort of, uh, sort of bang, bang, bang mm-hmm. uh, between him – uh, Pickett and Malik, where I think all three will go in fairly short order. But I think uh, they could they could see one another, so to speak, if uh, 
you know, they in line. Uh, that That's how it's going to end up. But I, I certainly don't see the Saints picking a, a quarterback in round one. Do you think they will if, have if, already if, made their move in free agency? They have made up their mind as a veteran one way or another. If they make a trade or if they bring back Jameis Winston or bring back Teddy Bridgewater, uh, I think that they have long um, – they will have long made up that decision. Okay. And it, and if I'm Dennis Allen, my my thought process goes this way. As a new head coach, filling the shoes of Sean Payton, yeah, I might get cut a little bit slack if I got a young quarterback, but I, I better win and I better win quick. Yep. Two years. <laughs> Because they're not going to give me a lot of time here. Uh, I, I got to win. And that, that means bringing in a veteran quarterback. Okay. Mike Dettelier, WWL Radio on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. So Saints free agency quarterback. Give me your best case scenario and give me your worst case scenario. I think because of other needs, uh, I, and the price to get Russell Wilson is going to be high. I think that's really where they would like to go. And I think he is available, but it's going to cost you a lot to do it. Uh, I think the two options for them most likely will end up being either to re-sign Jameis Winston or to sign Teddy Bridgewater. Two guys you're familiar with. I, I really think that that's uh, probably going to be the avenue they go. Which uh, one would you case, rather have? For me, it would be Teddy Bridgewater. I'll be honest with you. I, I think he does not have the ceiling that Jameis has, but I know he's going to give you the steadiness that Jameis won't. I think Jameis will always be. Uh, the roller coaster player. Uh, so personally, I would, I'd rather go with Teddy. I think he gives you some stability there. Hmm. Where with Jameis, I think is the more talented player, but you're gonna ride it, <laughs> you're gonna ride the roller coaster each week uh, with him. Um, worst case scenario that uh, somebody kidnaps people in the room and they sign Mitchell Trubisky. Do you that, think that, that will be that rumor's been out there for some time and so are you buying that, some legs. that Mickey Loomis and Ireland or whoever that will are you buying that they will actually have a serious conversation around uh Trubisky? Yeah, I think they have. Okay. All right. Uh, and there are some people in this league who really believe that. Now I don't you're not going anywhere with Trubisky. Can he start in the league? Yeah, because he, he has. But, you know, if you convinced yourself that you can turn him around, good luck with that. That's not happening. He is who he is. He's going to be an erratic quarterback uh, to the day he hangs him up. That's just going to be the way it is. But somebody's going to give him a shot, I'm telling you. Uh, this league is – you know, desperate for quarterbacks and going to give him, somebody's going to give him an opportunity to be a starting quarterback. I sure hope it ain't in New Orleans 
that they haven't convinced themselves that they're Dr. Phil and they, they can kind of work on everything he needs because that, that's not going to work here. <laughs> Mike Dettelier on the Out of Bounds show. Do you think that Atlanta will draft a quarterback and redshirt him? I think that they'll either do that or don't be surprised that they're in the Jameis Winston's free, uh, sweepstakes. Jameis lives in Atlanta. Uh, he's been training in that area. And because of the connection with Terry Fontenot, who was a former Saints um, executive who now is in Atlanta as the general manager. So I think the answer is yes. They'll either draft one or they will go out and sign a what you want to call a veteran backup that they're going to groom to eventually take over from Matt Ryan. You're pretty high on Fontenot, aren't you? Yeah, I've known him for a long time, man. Uh, you know, we kid each other. I, I, I covered him when he was in uh, high school in Louisiana as a player. <laughs> and um, saw him play at Tulane and um, goes with the Saints as a, as a scout. And, man, he's made a rapid rise. He's got a good eye for talent. Uh, he's Who's better, he Ireland he, or Fontenot, as far as eye and talent? I'm not going to take anything away from Ireland. He, he's got a lot of skins on the wall. Terry doesn't have it, uh, you know, at this stage. Okay. Uh, uh, but Terry's a guy that I think if you gave him enough time, uh, could, can piece together a team very, very quickly. His, his problem is that uh, he hears the tick, tick, tick of a clock uh, and an owner who may not be real patient with him. Now that owner has been patient with owners uh with people in the past. But as people get older their patience <laughs> uh sort of gets worse. And um what happens, you know, if you end up being a, a five win team again or a six win team again, and does he have enough patience to kind of field out everything and the fact that next year you're not gonna have Matt Ryan? You know, you're gonna you're gonna go with another quarterback, and that's gonna make the decision on on Fontenot, on who becomes the replacement for Matt Ryan. You're not gonna be able to keep Matt, even if he has a great season, uh, because of the finances. You're not gonna be able to do it, so you're gonna have to move on, and who becomes his replacement? But you know what? That coach in Atlanta is gonna get judged. <laughs> uh, I should say Coach NGM is going to get judged on that same way Dennis Allen gets judged in New Orleans and um, and what happens in Tampa uh, post-Tom Brady, that's going to get judged uh, on what happens in that decision and what Matt Rule does in Carolina, knowing the fact that I think he believes today Sam Darnold can't win for him. But he's stuck because of that contract he gave him. Mm. And he's got an owner who's worth over $20 billion that he convinced that Darnold's the guy. Mm. Mm. Okay. The, the NFC South is is, is really uh, the Ouija board of coach, <laughs> uh, you know, of quarterback and coaches 
because of the fact that, you know, for so long you had Peyton and Breeze. And, you know, you had success with Dan Quinn and Matt Ryan. And then Quinn could not build the defense. Uh, Bruce comes in to Tampa. And, you know, it was so-so year one with him and Winston. But, you know, he, he decided to move on from that. Uh, understanding he wasn't going to win with Winston, so he goes out and he gets Brady. And it changed the fortunes of Bruce Arians and also Tampa Bay. But now without Brady, where do you go with with this? And in Carolina, man, I like the talent base uh, that the Panthers have, especially on defense, a lot of really good young talent. Uh, They have to make things work on offense in rebuilding their offensive line, and they got to keep McCaffrey healthy. But Matt Rule's success or non-success will be all about what happens at quarterback. Sure. And I think he, I think he knows with Darnold, he's going to get um, similar type results to what uh, a Trubisky would give you. Hmm. Um, Mike Dettelier. NFL insider on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line, powered by SoundComAV.com. I'm looking at the NFL.com, Lance Sirline. He comped Matt Corral as Baker Mayfield. You agree or disagree there, Mike D? There are some um, similarities between the two. Um, I, I think, you know, with Baker... The where I think Matt is better is uh, judgment with the football. I think he's better than Baker in that category. The big question mark I have with Baker had nothing to do with his size, his arm strength, anything else. It was he really felt he could put a football anywhere out on the field and complete a pass. And it's gotten him in trouble. Now he now he dealt with the injury last year, so you got to give him a somewhat of a leeway. Sure, he, you know he fought through it, but that that's a bad trait to have. Here's here's the the negative with Matt Corral. He found out he could take a punch last year. Okay, it's like a boxer who who kind of goes around the ring and and he boxes a certain way. And then he gets in a match, uh, and he gets hit a little bit and finds out he can take a punch and thinks he can take it now all the time. That happened to Matt uh, as a runner. Okay, you get hit a few times. And, uh, you know, you you learn after a while that those hits are going to accumulate and take its toll on you. I thought the worst thing to happen, and Matt was terrific last year, but the negative was he took some shots early in the season, like a boxer takes a punch, and thought he could take it all year long. Mm. And he goes down. Okay? So you you sort of have it between your ears that, man, this ain't that bad, but then it's the accumulation of all of it. That's the negative of him in the NFL, of the fact that if you still have that mindset, you are going to get your clock cleaned in this league. 
they 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 going for you at quarterback. Oh sure. And guys much bigger, uh, with a bigger frame. Oh no question. And his accuracy skills have have gotten much much better. His reads and his recognitions. And uh, I remember talking to him at Manning about. It. He said that was the thing he focused on uh, last spring: uh, reading coverages, uh, finding secondary receivers, and throwing the ball away if it's not there. Throwing it away, you live to fight another day. And I, I thought listening to him, that was mental for him to say. But I wanted him to see. I wanted to see it. I think we saw it last year. His passing skills were much better. He wasn't trying to fit a ball in a tight window. His interception rates went down dramatically. Uh, but he started becoming much more of a runner, okay? It's not there, the incomplete. Man, you know what, man, I'm going to turn the incomplete into a run. And it worked, you know, okay? But, man, the accumulation of those hits after a while took its toll on Matt. Especially later in the year, mm-hmm. I think it took its toll on him, and so I would I would kind of comp it uh, the same way I would as a boxer who that's not his forte to get in there and mix it up. You know, he's going to hit you from a certain angle, but then all of a sudden, you know, you figure out, man, I can take that punch and I'm going to do it again and again, and next thing you know, you know, you down with the injury, and and you could see that the hits. And it wasn't just the ankle either. I think it was the accumulation of a lot of hits with him. But because he did run the football so much, uh, it takes its toll on you as a player. And he's not the biggest guy around. Mm-hmm. So um, I think the world of him as a quarterback, because I think he's got Me too. the smarts, the accuracy skills, the touch. Uh, he's really accurate in that short, intermediate part of the field, which is so important. I think he physically will get stronger as he gets older. Uh, that That's just a natural deal of it. Uh, but, man, uh, what worries me is that maybe has he convinced himself that, man, I can take that shot, and I took it in college, and we won a lot of games, that I can do that in the NFL. No, they they picking you up in the NFL, you know. And, and it's sort of the same way. I, I watched Joe Burrow go through that transformation. Uh, and, and Joe's better at it today, though he still thinks, you know, he can. he's like a boxer. He can take a punch. Mm. He, he still thinks that way sometimes. Uh, but you can't get sacked 70 times, and you can't get hit the way he's getting hit and yeah. last for a long and Joe's a much bigger guy than Corral. Oh, much bigger. No question. Uh, you know, he's got a much bigger frame uh, than what Matt has. So, uh, you know, with Matt, that he can move around and run uh, and he can make you some yardage with his feet, that's all great. But you win in this league with guys that can throw the football accurately from the pocket. And something Terry Bradshaw told me years ago. And, uh, you know, we're talking about running quarterbacks. And he was like, Mike, I used to be a running quarterback. I said, what made you stop? He said, I got hit. (laughs) (laughs) He said, man, I got hit. And he said, that taught me one thing. And you better throw the football from the pocket. And he said, you know, because I I go back to watching him uh, a little bit as a kid and seeing, man, he ran around. 
think he did that. Fran you know, Tarkenton? Terry? Uh, he, well, he was a power Tarkington at Tech. Yeah. In essence, that's he a was truth. a big man, and he could run around, and he would take off with it. And he wasn't afraid of anything or anybody. And then he goes to the NFL, and he finds out that you take those type hits, you know, it, the accumulation racks up. Same thing happened with Archie, who was great at Ole Miss uh, as a running quarterback. Just unbelievable. Uh, but in the NFL, you can do that a little bit and get away with it, but, man, those guys, they pound you into the turf. Uh, you're talking about a bigger, faster, stronger athlete, and they and they racking you up. They want you to run with the ball. And they're protective of the quarterback today, much more than they've always been. So, you know, Terry's comment to me was, man, the way they protect quarterbacks today, I would never leave the pocket. Never. <laughs> you know, he said, you know, they can't hit you high. They can't hit you low. You know, and so it's it's different from playing quarterback in the 70s and 80s. True. Totally, totally different. So in the college game today, which – I think the systems of spreading it out, it gives you more opportunity to run and maybe take some chances downfield. you got to be smart as a runner because in the NFL, they'll protect you in that pocket, and they'll protect you back there. But once you leave there, then you're a runner. Yeah. Open season. That's right. And, and Terry was, man, I, I didn't want to be hunted down. He mm. said, you know, when I was playing at Tech or in high school, he said, I was the one doing the hunting. He said, "You know those little defensive backs. They didn't want to take me on. I, you know, Terry was, you know, Terry's a six foot four, you know, two hundred and ten pound guy." He said, "You know, I was hunting them." He said, "You know, in the NFL, uh, they come with both barrels. They were <laughs> looking for me. <laughs> they were looking for me. So, uh, and I know he sort of makes fun of it, but it does make a lot of sense." in that uh, you can run, but you better, you know, learn how to slide, learn how to get out of bounds. And even the biggest quarterback they have in this league today, when you look at Josh Allen, he's not taking on people. He has learned to, you know, get what you can, get out of bounds, or take the slide, because if not, you're going to get belted. And Josh Allen's a six foot five. 240 pound quarterback. Right. That's a totally different deal than being a six foot tall, 200 pound quarterback. Happy Fat Tuesday to Mike Thank D. You, Thanks, Mike D. Mike Dettelier, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. Brought to you by Sound and Communications and the new video wall that they just did. Wow. SoundcomAV.com. The new video wall that they just completed at the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers is spectacular. Soundcomav.com. Unbelievable quotes here on uh, Matt Corral that I'm going to drop at least one on the other side. Good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We're live in the Bank Plus studio.